Oh no, the Canadians are coming. Chris, John and Irish Ashley combine to make the ultimate team better than any wet dream. Welcome to the Untitled Twitch stream. John's the CEO and Boomer. Ashley's the real leader. Chris brings the vibes and juices as our enjoyment increases. Welcome to the Untitled Twitch Stream. Well, hello and welcome to the Untitled Twitch Stream, um, the UTS podcast. I'm Ashley. I am usually joined by my two co-hosts, John and Chris. Um, But today, today, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlefolk, I am joined by the wonderful, very super talented, amazing friend of the show. It's David Hoare. Yay! USA. I mean, UTS. 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 <laughs> to make. Um, Hi, friend. How are you? I'm not too bad, David. How are you? Good. I'm doing all right. I have basically sobered up since I missed you this morning. <laughs> Cool. I have semi sobered up. But we can sort that back. (laughs) Oh, look at you. Oh, you're ready to go. I decided I shouldn't have any more to drink. (laughs) (laughs) Well, see, I basically I have had serious writer's block for a while. And when you said you were after having a couple of drinks, I was like, you know what? That could be a fun show this evening. And between now and then maybe just maybe i could try right. and 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 write something yes. but maybe some alcohol will loosen up the old mental abilities get the little um, gerbil in your brains like yeah yeah get in, get the gerbil in my brain drunk you know um so that's what i did and i had 3 to 4 I say three to four because they were they were home pours, you know. I didn't measure three anything. To four. I had three Possibly drinks seven. that were home we poured. <laughs> Ashley had so much whiskey she forgot how to count, so that's good. U T yes. U T yes, David, my U-T-S. love. Yes, hi mate. Um, you... Did you get anything written? Well. <laughs> I didn't I didn't knock at anything written. Perfect. That's great. Do you know what That's I great. do you know what I tried to do? I basically I tried to pretend that I was actually in a room about to do a fringe show for the first time. Oh wow. Okay, yeah. So I basically was just like, right, just start talking as if there's a room it. full of people here that have bought tickets to see you. Um, because that's essentially mm-hmm. where I'm trying to get to now is, sure. is I want to do my first show next year. Um, right for the show you want, not the show you have. Is this what we're doing? Exactly. Yes, that's okay. exactly it. So um, I think, you know, I actually think I have the intro. Great. The and... other thing is, is that you wrote, which meant that any kind of writer's block you have has been defeated a little bit. Yeah, like I've had really bad writer's block throughout the entire pandemic. And Ah. in the past couple of weeks, I did like a new line or a new kind of a bit of an idea on stage in the past couple of weeks. And it wasn't good, 
but it wasn't terrible and I I said a new concept like the only thing I've actually really written in the past couple of years was like extra taglines onto existing bits yeah which is you know you're always kind of adding something onto a joke but Mm. um this was a whole new idea and like I say it's not a strong one but it was a new thing that I said on a stage and it didn't die on its whole so great it was really I've already done it I did I did it a couple of gigs but you know it's still not great and it still needs to be I need to do something with it yeah fine that's good yeah I mean the thing I find with writer's block is you basically need to like prove yourself right that you're Mm -hmm. the shittest person that ever wrote anything ever and yeah. write the worst thing you ever can. And then yeah. once you've done that, you're like, well, I wrote something. And then the next thing is, it's got to be slightly better than that. Mm-hmm. And once you've like eliminated like that sort of need to be perfect and like get it to the thing, this, that, this is what I, I find basically is it's just you're uh-huh. like, oh, okay, this this could actually be tangible now as a, as a it, it might not be the best thing ever, but I wrote something and then you've got, you 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 you've, you're in the kind of zone of writing. I don't like the yeah. phrase "in the zone." It sounds so fucking corny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's in the zone. In the zone. Um, but you know, I like phrase "in the zone" a lot though. Like if I'm if I'm going to go, to <laughs> which a is gig, why I'm like, I, I hate need to it. get in the zone. <laughs> the performance the zone. zone, you know, it's it because it's the only way. To I think that's why it. I don't like it. It's because whenever I'm just chatting to somebody before a gig, having a nice time. Yeah, they're just go, like, sorry, let... I have to get in the zone. <laughs> They all either say, I have to get in the zone, or they go, I'll let you get in the zone. And I'm like, huh? Do I not <laughs> seem like I'm already in the zone? Am I not killing the social interaction? <laughs> That's it. It's basically their excuse to get out of talking to me. And I'm like, they'll let you get in the zone. And I'm like, I don't want to get in the zone. I want to talk to you. Yeah. Also, so, I don't get into the zone when I start. I just pace up and down. So what were you going to say? So. Oh, yeah. I was, I was literally, I was just going to ask, uh, so when you're hi everyone by the way it's just oh yeah hi to all the listeners and and you know what hello for the the shits and the giggles hi to the podcast listeners um (laughs) love the podcast gotta love the Um, podcast hi everybody it's lovely to see you all it is so lovely to see you all we don't like we we i think we respond less and less to the chat these days but we don't not see it I I love seeing what the chat is is writing and, oh, and it, I'm it, enjoying what the chat is saying immensely. I should probably respond to. I basically my friend George today was like, uh, he yes this week he'd been like, oh do you want to meet up and go for a pint to my girlfriend and I and we were like, sure. But George uh-huh. is one of these people that like you know how there are people who like set a time and they're interminably late for everything. Yeah, George is like the opposite of that. Where he was like, "What about three or four? And then at midday today, as I was still in bed, was like, <laughs> "Shall I come to yours?" And was like, "What?" And it's like, "I." It's like, "Can you give us an hour to get ready?" Sure. And then so we meant we went for a pint at like, we sat and played a board game outside for like an hour, and then we went to the pub at like two, and so and then it was like another, draw another one, and I was like, "I guess so." So I'd had like three pints by like five p.m. <laughs> and I was, Ashley was like, "You still good for today?" And I was like, "Yes, but I've also had three Guinnesses." Ooh, and then hey. I danced around the co-op, and then didn't drink from them, and just played with Lego all afternoon with my friend. And then now I'm, <laughs> which is why I was saying about boozy. But I'm also not like as giddy as I was earlier. Just to clarify. Yeah, I think we're. I'll we're kind of. Ashley wasn't. We're like, kind of mellowed. 
it's yeah. not it's not like a hyper drunk stream it's like a nice mellow welcome flow. to the sunday mellow zone mm, yes. yes this is like dad drunk <laughs> <laughs> i love i love i my dad never i don't think i ever saw my dad drunk ever really which wasn't the sort of guy that did that and so but i obviously have seen all my friends dads drunk sure. and so i understand the idea of dad the drunk. concept of dad drunk and i also laugh when anybody says it because that means that their dad was that sort of person that would get drunk around their kids and not in a sure. depressing way of thing david yeah. gonna say some spicy things maybe um cumin paprika <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> spicy thing my dad was um, i i I maintain that my dad is the best drunk I know. Great. He well, yeah, just my... enjoys Sorry, it so immensely. Yeah. 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 My best mate growing up, his dad, I'd never had a favorite, my friend's favorite mum, but my friend's dad was the best friend's dad I had because sure. he was just, he would just say insane things. And then he also just really liked ale and he would just, get drunk and just say the weirdest shit and be real and just be like i've got to tell you everything about jazz music now and like <laughs> talk, talk about jazz and climbing for like hours <laughs> oh that's great it's my dad so will good. just like he will just drink he, he will drink himself to sleep like he just he just chills the fuck out so much. Does your dad have like a big comfy chair? I'm imagining your dad has a big comfy chair. He has a big comfy so. corner of the couch. Nice. Um, and he will just sink further and further into it and watch Star Trek. And <gasps> that's just his life. What Star Trek does your dad watch? He has tried to work his way through all of them. <sighs> uh, does that mean you know about Star Trek? I don't at all. I've never watched Even just it with by Moses. Oh, okay. I've never I watched it with you, him. You would probably like Lower Decks which is the okay. latest it's animated and it's basically them ripping the shit it's, it's star trek within themselves it's made by the star trek company taking the piss out of themselves it's really okay fun. Um, that's quite fun got that kind of like chaotic i you know i want to say rick and morty without the negative side of rick and morty do you know what i mean sure not like... i'm not a rick and morty fan like at no, no. all <laughs> but like do you know like fun and not serious like obviously star sure. trek is very serious yeah and this is not serious at all and very kind of sarcastic and they can kind of do whatever the fuck they want sort of thing yeah. that aspect of rick and morty rather than uh incels <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay okay yeah i mean there's there was definitely aspects of rick and morty that i was like i can almost get on board with this yeah but, yeah yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I say I say that my dad has a comfy corner of the couch. But he does not anymore. Uh, this week, my folks this about packed to get themselves up. Oh. No, no, it's not about to get sad. <laughs> it's, it's very exciting, actually. It's the opposite of sad. My folks packed themselves up this week and now live in a van in France. Um, they sold the house and they just took all the belongings that would fit into this van and... They this have just the... driven, they got a ferry into England and then into France. And now they just live between, they have a van and a car and a trailer. They What's have three the dogs. Pets? 
The three dogs are with them. Pets in the van. Pets in the van. Pets in the van. Pets well, they're not. The they're van. not actually sleeping in the van. They've got a huge tent that they're pitching up everywhere they go. And oh. uh, they, I mean, they're really living their dream. Am I allowed to? I can't click on Kim's B things. You're living the millennial dream. What you've just described is what half of Bristol does all the time. Oh, really? It's, you've got a friend and you're like, they're kind of like, oh, we're thinking about moving. And you're like, where? And they're like, oh, you know our van? And you're like, <laughs> oh, what the thing you helped me go but like buy a IKEA bookshelf with? Yeah, we're going to live in that. And that is sizable portion of people I know. That's gas. So your parents are basically Bristolian hipsters at this point. I'll have to let them know. They they're basically they're going to comfy trousers down... with elephants on them and falafel. Is that what they do? No, what <laughs> they listen have to dub is, reggae. They have um oh what are they called the um ponchos the fleecy huge jacket poncho things. Yeah, but they're like Chile? they're fleecy, but they're also raincoat on the outside, and they're super warm. You kind of a lot of people put them on like after surfing. What are they called? Oh yes, they're like a poncho sort of thing, they're but they're not. Cool. They're not really a poncho. They're just a huge big coat thing. Um, <laughs> so they have Jesus them, boom. and they're super warm. Uh, John Hastings <laughs> would join them in a throuple. <laughs> dry robes thank you they're dry robes they have big dry robes gotta be careful um, how you say that uh, they are they're basically they're just traveling down through europe and they're gonna fucking they're amazing. gonna hopefully buy somewhere down the south of spain or mallorca which i'm so is happy class. for them and yeah, you. they're really, really <laughs> doing. They're really, really doing something cool. Um, like a lot of people think I'm a bit mad. You know, I've kind of moved around a lot and I've uh, tried a lot of different things, but it. Mm. I don't lick it up off the floor. My parents are mad too. <laughs> I have never heard that phrase before, but that is immaculate. Is that another one of those things that I don't realize is an Irish thing? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I. So when what you say. If you say somebody licks it up off the floor, yeah. Or if you say somebody doesn't lick it up off the floor, it means they've they've learned it from their folks usually. (laughs) Can we get an admin or someone to do a poll? Have you heard this phrase before? Because I desperately need to know. It's it's amazing. Perfect. I I knew exactly what you meant. I, I knew exactly what you said as you said it. It did. It wasn't like one of those things where I'm like. What the fuck are you trying to say? I was like, that makes perfect sense, but I just never heard of it. Before. Okay, so Tiger Tiger has never heard of it before, and Tiger usually heard of the things that I say. It's Tiger Tiger. <laughs> so this is Lion. not a good sign. Uh, from the north of Ireland, I believe Tiger might be modern Irish because I've never heard of it. Yes, meatballs. Are you old? Um, are you from the 15th like, century? Like, the floor sounds like a sex joke. I've never heard of it. Okay, nobody's heard of it. So this is... Uh, is none it, of our it could also be a thing that your parents said. It could literally just be something my mother says. My mother yeah. has her own language. My mother is very, very dyslexic. And so, like, <laughs> she... She honestly, she makes things up all the time. And hey. it's just... It's like texting her is like translating hieroglyphics. That's it's, awesome. I have to, it's a whole other language that I've had to learn 
and learn how to translate. Um, That's great. Donne- yeah, dad. Tigers in Donegal. It's a very Irish thing okay. to do something totally weird and mental than claim it's normal in your county. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, my dad, when he wanted somebody to move and ruin the car or to hurry us up, would say shifty bumsky. And we'd never, we, me and my sister just said shifty bumsky as in like, get a move on for a long <laughs> That's time. That's not a thing. And my sister, who was a teacher, would say it to the kids in the class and they would be like, no. what? What, are you, what, what is this? And then it's one of those things where me and my sister suddenly had to be like, oh, this is just something my dad said. That's so funny. he's weird. Yeah. So that's It's nice. funny how you can pick things up that way and they're so normal to you, but oh. you just, but nobody else does it. After meals, my girlfriend will be like, I think I'm going to have a salad. And I'm like, like after the meal, and I was like, well, uh, we've already eaten. And like, she's like, yeah, I'm just going to have a salad. And I'm like, why now? She's like, that's just what you do, right? You have a salad after a meal. And I was like, no, I've never, this no, is not a normal nobody thing. does that. And then I was on, I was always just weird or critical of it. Not critical, but I was always like, what? I don't understand why you're doing this now. And not a side salad, because it's not. At no, the same it's, time. this is like a dessert salad. <laughs> this is like a dessert salad. This is a post main meal salad. And then I was at her grandmother's house with like all of her family and her entire family just started having a post-meal salad. And I was like, it's you fuckers that are doing this. And then she was like, it must be a European thing. And I'm like, I don't think it is. Because I think I would have heard of a post-meal salad. I've never heard of a post-meal salad. You know, the post-dinner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's some weird habits out there, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's so funny. My dad says I'm breathing out of my ass when he's done exercising. <laughs> That's a good phrase. Hi, Shona. Um, breathing out my ass. Yeah. It makes no sense, but I understand what it means. Yeah. That's <laughs> that's the best kind of phrase is when you're yeah. like because when it doesn't when it's unintelligible, you're like, I've no idea what you're on about, then that's whatever. But when it's at, it's a phrase you're saying to express how you're feeling and the other person, yeah. I didn't lick it up off of the floor. Is so great. So does this mean basically like when you you you're visiting your parents is go about to morph into basically a holiday? Yeah. Essentially, every time you go. Yeah, I'm very excited about it. My brother lives down there too. You see, so uh, like my whole family is just down in Spain now. None of us (laughs) are in Ireland. Far away from you as possible. (laughs) Somebody, I met I met somebody yesterday, and he was saying that some of his family is Irish, and he was talking to somebody Irish recently, and they had said. Yeah, Ireland's a great place to be born, and it's a great place to leave. <laughs> yeah, sure. It's a it's a brilliant place to leave. Um, Amazing. Yeah, so many so many people leave Ireland. Mm. There's more Irish people living outside of Ireland than there are in Ireland. I, I I if you encounter an Irish person in the UK, you're never like, well, why are you here? You're just like, oh, look, an Irish person. Like, but it's yeah. never. You're never like, oh, what brings you here? You're just like, oh, you must work here or something or do whatever. Yeah, that is weird. Yeah, that's awesome. but that, you... that's the case all over the place. Sure, sure. There's sure, Irish sure. people across the globe. <laughs> this thing is far away from the. We're place secretly, we're secretly taking over. 
are all the new like dystopian science fiction novels you know how like Blade Runner is all like oh my god uh, we Asian need just and Chinese whole... it's just there just needs be... to be a whole series it's of gonna books. be Guinnesses in Michael Flatley <laughs> there just needs to be a whole series of sci-fi a whole genre of sci-fi that is just Irish people taking over the world <laughs> I love it start writing it people so because it is the next big thing yeah I mean, there's been zombie you know. apocalypse. Let's be there's, the first one. A whole genre Let's lick it up off the floor. Oh <laughs> Is that, did I use that correctly? If you yes. are the first person to do it, I licked it up off the floor. You lick it up off the floor. I mean, I guess so, but it's just not typically how it's used. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard somebody say they've licked it up off the floor. It's always the, you're negating that concept. Yeah, you're always like saying, Chris I Betts didn't got lick up it up to. off the floor. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> what hasn't Chris Betts gotten up to, you know? Um, Chris Betts, by the way, Chris Betts and John Hastings. John is on his holidays in Hawaii, and uh, Chris Betts is—he's uh, licking some floors. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to wildly it's not the same floor that Chaz Redhead hangs out in. Um... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I need to message um, um, Wonderful. Yeah. Have you done anything else exciting with your weekend? Um, not especially. I am currently more broke than I have ever been. I have never let my finances run this low and it's frightening. Uh, mm. it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> I feel yeah. <laughs> yeah. The fringe really took a lot out of me. Uh, Pockets and buttholes getting tight in this area as well. Yes. <gasps> <Ooh>! <laughs> yeah. Um, um, but I'm, I'm handling it better than I think I usually do. Great. I, you know, I've been unemployed a lot in the past few years, um, just with the nature of the work that I've been trying to do sure. and it's fine. It is, is <laughs> I'm okay. Fine. I'm, I'm completely functioning. Great. Uh, yeah, I'm, but I'm, I'm just like, you know what? It's fine. I will get something and I will be okay. Yeah. That's great. It's not the That's, end of the world. Yeah. Isn't that interesting when the older you get, the more you're like, oh, this has all gone to shit. All right, let's let's start getting out of that. Like rather than like, I think when you're younger and stuff starts to go wrong, you're like, oh, this is the end of the world and my life. And then you get yeah. out of it and you're like, oh. And then it goes wrong it again. And you're like, oh, not this again. And then you know the seventh or eighth time eventually you're just like oh whatever everyone in the chat is like (laughs) we don't fuck our lives up as much as you do and we're like yeah (laughs) i I, yeah it's gas i have an i have some gigs this week and they are costing me money uh i yeah but i'm also looking forward to them like i i actually do have some new material that's better than the stuff i tried in the past couple of the weeks Mm. uh, in the past couple of weeks um so i'm really looking forward to doing a bit of new material um and yeah it'll be fun it's it's nice that i have have like i have like six gigs this week um tomorrow night i'm doing the stand red raw in edinburgh tuesday night i'm doing red raw at the stand in glasgow friday night i'm doing the seven o'clock show at monkey barrel saturday night i'm doing the seven o'clock show at monkey barrel and next monday i am doing um material girl 
at McCool's in Glasgow. Um, I don't know what that is, but that sounds like a rad night. It's going to be really cool. It's uh, an all-female night that started up in Glasgow and it's super close to my house. So (laughs) I get to just go and then go home. (laughs) I did a gig that the other day that was a six-minute walk from my house. I think this is is even less than that. It's so close to my house. Yeah, always be doxing. Always be doxing. I mean, Every... there's a nice there's a nice radius around it, so it could be anywhere. Um, oh, Ashley gets in, in all directions. Lot, first. A, no, there's a lot of buildings. <laughs> you know, it could be it could be anywhere. It could be anywhere. Uh, but <laughs> I, I guess that does give a general. I need to stop doxing myself, man. Uh, so yeah, that's all my days. What have you got coming up this week, David? Um, so um, I will probably be booking in some new material stuff. I didn't do all the kind of gig emailing that I could be doing in Edinburgh because I was just trying to like stay sure. alive. Mm-hmm. So my September gigs have been pretty fucking weird or mm-hmm. sparse. I've just been trying to do loads of new material, so I'll probably just try and drop into some Bristol stuff. The only thing I've got booked in this week is Chops, actually, which we're just starting Chops back up uh, this oh, week, great. which is a comedy gig I run with. Uh, Stu Goldsmith. So that Very should cool. be fun. Um, I need to come and do it at some point. Please. I I really want to get into move going down south a little bit and doing some gigs. I'm booked to do a gig in London in October, but I do think I'm going to have to cancel it because yeah. I can't afford to get down there. Um, Which gig is it? So I'm booked to do Angel Raw, but then I might have a gig on Top Secret as well. Uh, so ooh, I don't really want to cancel it, but I think I might have to. Um, we'll see. And then I am hoping to get down to Liverpool at some point because that seems to be nice. busy. I've just booked to do Hot Water. Moment. Yeah. In November. Um, and then, yeah, Bristol would be on the list as well because that could be fun. Let me know because what I what I can do is I know all the people that run all the gigs here. So if we can, if you plan it far enough in advance, we could probably work it out where you can kind of come and just sync do, them all up and go. Do, 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 do. Yeah, oh, that would um, be fun because they'll be, yeah, they'll be excited to have you. Um, so that why would wouldn't be good. they be? I'm a delight. Um... <laughs> no, I know, but well, this is coming from the man. It's a joke. Like, <laughs> I don't know if anyone will ever like me again. So you know, Ooh, I know that feeling. You know, you... Feelings. So, how have you been mentally and emotionally since the fringe? <laughs> um, let's let's get right into this. Did I tell you that I started therapy just before the fringe? No. Oh, okay, cool, good. So, um, I love this. Imagine... <laughs> drama. Um, so if you imagine that going to do like my first hour on my own in a venue in the middle of fucking nowhere mm-hmm. where I didn't think anyone would come, that's a thing, yeah. And your then... venue was so far out, yeah. Do you remember like, when John Hastings was... went, Go your see show David was amazing, yeah. Thank your you. show was amazing, but. I was so surprised at how well you did because of how weird your venue was location wise. Dude, the all the conversations I've had about with people are like, so all the people from Twitch came to see you perform, and I'm like, no, that was about eleven people, and they're like, okay, well, it was like the streaming stuff you did in lockdown. I'm like, no, that was about five people, and then they're like, musical comedy awards, and I'm like, no, and they were like, what? Because I would announce like who's seen me before at the beginning of the show, and people would go like, two people would cheer. 
and then they would like that's wild go down and after a while they'd be like why the fuck did people come and see <laughs> why did they it's so bizarre it's it's it it's legitimately not like a slight of... on you but it just no, no 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 i know it's just fun to mess with people when they say yeah um i think it was a magical combination of um title timing price yeah. And then if people actually looked at the thing and also wanting to see something that isn't just straight stand up, yeah. I think it was just at the right time of day that people went like, oh, it's a musical comedy thing. That might be a bit interesting. It's at one forty in the afternoon. It's before it. we could have lunch and then go there and then we can just go do anything else. And it just seemed that like 60 people a day had that thought. That's so cool. Which is nice. Yeah. Um, so you sorry that, you started therapy and you were very stressed about that yeah so coming you know residual dead dad stuff he died at like the middle of the year so july is always like a, let's remind ourselves again of those okay. feelings so yeah. you got that you've got uh trying to prepare for the fringe and then uh just all the other projects i had and also then finding out that I've got ADHD in like April, May and not mm-hmm. dealing with it very well. So all the stuff that I had to do was just pushing back to this hard wall of the fringe. And it got to like June this year, uh, middle of June, and my girlfriend messaged me and went, are you, are you stressed? And I was like, <laughs> yes, I am. And it was just me being like, don't worry, I'll solve all these problems all at once. And she went, because like my colleague was telling me about the night terrors they were having. And I realized that last night was the fourth night in a row you'd woken up in a start. So just wondering, are you stressed? And as soon as I acknowledged it, that was like one thing. And then I was like, let's go do therapy. And then therapy has been the best. Um... So I worked very much with my therapist. She's kind of giving me advice on how to handle things. And so when I did my fringe every day, uh, is it here? I have a bullet journal and I wrote down in the morning the six things I had to do in the morning before I left the house, which was uh, stretch, meditate, uh, have some fruit, have some breakfast. Oh, I can't remember what the other one was. And if I just did all those things, I didn't have to And you to did that all them. the way through the fringe? Just about uh even if it was like sometimes i just did like one stretch but like it just meant that my brain wasn't trying to go in a million different places and i did that and as a result everything went way smoother than any kind of fringe ever has for me and anything has ever gone for me ever and i was like oh this is how to do my life because i've been working against myself for 33 years trying to be perfect rather than understand that my brain gets easily distracted so in amongst like all that stuff which is why i didn't go see like loads of shows but i went and saw some stuff and i hang out with people sometimes but other times i was just at home resting because i know that my adhd is worse when i'm tired so i had to like go home and exercise and go home and just rest and so i kind of left the fringe feeling more like i could achieve anything in life than i've ever done which i know is not the way you're supposed to do it you're supposed to come away being like well that's all my money and my willpower gone but I left being like, right, I was knackered, absolutely fucking knackered. Uh-huh. But, uh, and like, I started trying to do work and gigging in the week after and bad and then went on holiday, rested. But I've come back being like, okay, I can now start to achieve things. I, I wrote down all the projects I was trying to do at the same time. And I've, at the moment, I've got a running 
because I've stopped doing trying to do like a small part of every project every day. I started just trying to do one project until it's done. I've just rediscovered my thanks love of fruits, yes, because I was putting that as accountability. People were like, <laughs> why is that accountability? And I was like, what what it was was I was trying to tell jokes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um I think I was 12 projects on the go that I wasn't doing anything of any of them. The first thing I did when I came back was the first project was actually hand in my ADHD referral forms that I got in May and I've done yes, that. Yes, I saw your post about that. Well done. Yeah. Thank you. And so I've been knackered and it's not perfect by any stretch of the imagination and that kind of accountability thing was not perfect by any stretch of the imagination, but it's way better than anything I've ever done. So I've just kind of come back with this kind of new found like lust for life and to actually do things and be like, oh shit, I'm way more capable of doing shit if I just don't be a dickhead about it. That's so, <laughs> so wholesome. Thank you. Fuck you. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. How have you made this much progress since July? I've been uh... in therapy for 15 years oh because yours is all based on horrific trauma whereas mine is based on uh adhd and validation so um because you've got bigger problems than me actually basically i don't know um look you at this are significantly this. more oh, fucked straight white man oh look at that wow i can't believe it was easier wow crazy mental <laughs> um but like i'm Thank not saying you. i'm perfect and i'm not saying this and i'm not trying to be like and therefore i'll be a better person <laughs> it's literally i've been failing at life for 33 years and just in the past like five years been like going oh i could not be as shit if i do certain things and then in the past like two months i've shed so much anxiety and imposter syndrome and anything um i mean it really does fucking help that i'd had it's like boot camp i couldn't leave i had the mm -hmm. same thing to do every day i had the same places to be every day i didn't have all my stuff from home that's a distraction like since i've come back i've yeah. had loads of distractions I've not done that and it was going well mm-hmm like, it wasn't just like I was doing mentally okay. It, it probably like, would have been a very different month if your yeah. show wasn't doing very well. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Like, it's all yeah. just like a, like, a, again, a heady cocktail of uh, David based privilege. Where, <laughs> but yeah, so it's, uh, yeah, I don't mean this to come across as kind of any kind of bragging. It's just more like, a, no. oh, and it I doesn't, was it doesn't. Fucked, and then it's just I'm wholesome and lovely that something is working out. Like, yeah, it's great. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's 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 mental, and you know, I'm still seeing my therapist, and in part because I'm like, oh, I once a week I have somebody who kind of goes, I have come to her, and I'm like, oh, I want to fuck this up, and I did this, and she goes, tell me everything you've done, and I do it, and she's like, no, you're doing, it sounds like you're doing great, and I'm like, <sighs> like I have oh, real wow. issues with like accepting that I've done well because I had so many people in my life telling me I wasn't doing things properly for a long time. So to actually have somebody in my life that's just kind of going like, sounds like all things considered, it's going quite well. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. 
That's so nice. There's other issues we'll sort out. But yeah, so cheers, everybody. And I couldn't oh have gosh. done it without the Troggies. Thank you. Oh, my God. The Troggies. <laughs> the Troggies are so good. I really, I got to see, I think I went I went to see your show with a couple of Troggies. I think you Kimmers, certainly did. Kimmers was there and Kimmers was there. Kemmers and Tet was there. Um, Yeah, I bet a bunch of these lot. It was great. It's my favorite thing. A couple of people when I went to see John as well. Yes. Um, (laughs) The incredible thing of standing on a street corner during Edinburgh and somebody whose face you've never seen coming up to and being like, David! And you're like, who? Hi? And they're like, I'm insert Twitch screen name here. And you're like, oh shit! Yeah, like it's very people cool. Waiting outside, outside my show, and uh-huh. going, "Hi, I'm," and then mumbling the name. Yeah. So I'm like, "Who?" And I double down on the like, "Who the fuck are you?" And then, like, it happened with uh, a person called Levator, who uh, comes sees my streams a lot. And I was like, I went from being like to like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> like, yeah, it's it's, it's so, so funny nice. because it's such a different context. Like Twitch, just feels like a different life a different universe yeah and so when you take that into the real world yeah it's just that was that it's so odd um yeah i think i i'm yeah shona was one of the people i met at john's show i think Mm -hmm. i was Um, walking up some stairs and shona just walked out of a building and i was like that was great um yeah yeah, sorry you're saying um no, it's just it's just such a different universe, and so, um, I, I um when you when you meet Twitch people, it, because we only have like your little name, your little tiny icon picture, and yeah. what you've told the, us, the bit of the personality that you're able to put across in your little comments and messages, yeah. and that's it. And I and we've just built like these little personalities for you all yeah, in your brain. Yeah, so when you yeah. when you meet the real person on the end of that, it's just bizarre. <laughs> um, Sarah Kay, I met Sarah Kay as well. I think Sarah Kay, yeah, did I meet you wonderful. at ACMS? Was that the show we yeah, were yeah, at? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Sarah's rad. I met Sarah. Yeah. I was very happy to meet Sarah. Very um, cool. And then I met J.H. Fred. I said this, I think, on the show last, last week. Um, I met J.H. Fred without realizing that that's who they were and i only found out <laughs> afterwards um <laughs> so ali 3g who's in my chat all the time w- uh, was working at monkey barrel and you definitely met ali 3g i wouldn't um if i showed you a photo you'd be like oh that person had glasses and short hair okay um and they have been in chats with baldy in many different streams and Baldy was like, Oh, I went to ACMS the other night in my Discord. And Ali was just like, Well, I let you into that. So we've met. So we didn't know we've met, <laughs> but we've met. That's fun. <laughs> yeah, that's really fun. <laughs> oh dear. Did I tell you about yeah. when I did the they did um Tom Crosby, who's performing nerd on Twitch, did a gig that was uh all Twitch streamers doing comedy like it did it just other ones just as a kind of gauge to see this like, wasn't at the fringe was it no 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 no. no. this was in like june okay May, yeah june. i think i remember seeing you post about that yeah and i was like okay we're doing a gig there and it might be fun and there'll be a few twitchy people there 
it was just Twitch people. And then my mate Alec, who was over from Canada and was like, can I see you? And I was like, yeah, you can come to this gig I'm doing. And he was like, okay. He'd never even heard of Twitch. And he, it was at the end, he was like, I might try out Twitch. But um, it was so funny because he's like the most happy go lucky man in the world. But like, um, yeah, 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 yeah. It was just hilarious because that that gig was uh, the they Tom who organised it got little, like those little like white paper stickers and you've like screen name, preferred name for today, and pronouns just on your t shirt. Oh, just so cool! That, just so that everyone and that was it. Is so that whole kind of like who the fuck are you thing? People were like David, and I'm like you are. Oh, okay. Hi, rat freak. Hi, dark shine light. And there's people who were like, "This is my face." So oh, that's I was very drunk. I was so drunk at that. I left being like, "Whoops." Uh, <laughs> that people, that was. I went on first, and so I all my kind of like pre gig anxieties and anxieties of doing everything. Sure. Just I was like, "Oh, I'm I'm done now. I can just get." Hammered. Oh, I love that. I do enjoy going on early <laughs> in a show. I don't like hanging about because I just build up anxiety before I go on stage. And also, the sooner I come off stage, the sooner I can have a drink, because um, I never drink before I go on. Uh, but I I don't deal too badly with imposter syndrome. Uh, I I just it doesn't. It doesn't affect me in the way that I hear a lot of people talking about it. I've heard but, the way the way you talk about things. I can see it doesn't affect you the way it affects me. Just sure. the way I heard you talk, which is good. That's good. Oh, I'm interested in that though. <laughs> in like, in what ways? Oh, do I just talk? like I've heard you talk about certain aspects of gigging and stuff, where I'm like, oh, you've gone into that very confidently. Yeah, I have. I have like a weird of... confidence in ways that a lot of people don't have, yeah, and then I'm. Right. I have anxiety about other things that people don't have. Um, But one of the places that I did experience imposter syndrome was like meeting the people from this show. I'm just like, what if I don't live up to what I, what I'm like on the show? And it was like, but I mean, you know, it's that thing of like, I know this sounds daft, but you can't stop the brain from doing it, you know? That um, is what imposter syndrome is, is it's not, yeah. it doesn't make any sense. It makes no it sense. Does. Yeah. And, you know, it's a lot of like preconceived notions and stuff. Like the day I turned around to some people and went, oh, I guess I just am a comedian then. I'm not trying to be a comedian was last year when I'd been doing comedy for five and a half years and had done a show with people who were way more experienced than me for like four hours. And afterwards they went like, that was great. I'll see you later. And I was like, I spent two hours after that walking around being like, well, they're going to find out I'm not actually a comedian. I'm just trying to be a comedian. <laughs> and then eventually after chatting to some people and doing stuff, I was like, oh no, I just, I just am a comedian. And I, I was so like, oh, I thought when you became a comedian, it was like fanfares and shit. And it's like, no, you just, believe no, in you're yourself just, you just are one at some point yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. there definitely like... there is like a a point you have to reach and it's like a personal thing there's no kind of definitive thing but yeah you know there's definitely some open micers who think they're comedians that are not <laughs> and again you just have to let them get on with that and just yeah. try not to get annoyed about it even though it can be very frustrating yeah, but it's quite funny that there's that kind of juxtaposition in the industry of those people, and then there's people like yourself who don't believe they're comedians yes. until they're like 
already yeah, 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 massively yeah, yeah. successful. Yeah. Um, it's, it's the, the more you think you're going to do and are capable of, and you're like, well, when I do live at the Apollo one day, and then you do more gigging, and you're like, oh, I might one day middle Monkey Daryl. Yeah. That would be good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I, it's so funny to me that you, and I re- completely respect and acknowledge why you would feel the way you do about it, but you are one of the most authentic people I've ever seen on Twitch ever, where you have like zero filter <laughs> so you actually said it's... this to me when we because we <laughs> yeah. had not met before the fringe and, we and within like, like a look yeah we just like it was as if we had been friends for a long long time um but you i think you said this to me at some point you were just like oh you're exactly as you are on the show <laughs> yes and because i said something and you looked at me for a second like why the fuck do you know that and i was like i could tell you a million things worse than that than I know about you. So I forget. I remember but it was I, like, your eyes looked at me like, how the fuck do you know that? Have you been spying yeah. on me? And I was like, no, you've said it out loud on a stream 20 times. I just million forget times. everything that I say on this show and forget that the things that I say on this show have consequences in the real world. And it means that people know there are so these the people that listen to this show yeah. know more about me than a lot of my close friends. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny when you're willing to do that. I just say things, and I think it's John and Chris as well. They just like pull it out of me. Yeah, they're but magnets they're like, for like dark it. secrets, you know. Yeah. Um, and also, they are the sort of per people like they're kind of great for, and also assholes as a fact that like you tell them something that you've not told somebody before, or. Yeah. you are haven't really thought about or just something you don't think you'd usually share and they don't they're not there like calling you like they're not being negative towards you they're even so if they think what you're doing is wrong, they're like they receive it in such a way that makes you like feel like ah and like they'll make you funny and receive it so you're like well if you like that i've got like 20 more stories like this and then they're yeah. like great 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 and so yeah Ashley yeah, is the only person they're really who are, excellent <laughs> person I've ever seen use radical honesty without being it being an excuse to be a prick no that's <laughs> true also the word the name yes meatballs is such a good twitch name it's a good it's a good twitch name <laughs> I don't know what happened to them at one point there was somebody who was frequenting my stream called yogurt honkers and I think about their brilliant twitch name, name. all of them <laughs> brilliant <laughs> name <laughs> so, good but yeah so it's it, it's it's nice and it's it's i don't know oh, that probably sounds like it's, it's like refreshing to see somebody just so genuine but that it made me so happy because then we went I and got wing we'd like we, yeah we i was went like i think i'm food. gonna go find my friend ashley but service wasn't working and i hadn't you hadn't responded to my message and as i said that to my friend you just walked around a corner yeah. towards me <laughs> and i was like hi and you were like Oh, you're here. Okay, great. Okay, fine. Yeah. What are you doing? And then like, we went to uh, Ikigai. 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 Very nice. Um, which was really excellent. Recommended by Pierre Novelli mm. to go and get some food there. And and then we went and it was so, so good. I went, th- I think I went there with you again, didn't I? No, we went, we, we tried to. We ended up going to the weird sushi place. Uh, oh, we did too. I went there two or three other times with other people though. Nice. Um, I think about the chicken wings was, I had in there a lot. It was so like good. Lot. It was really, really tasty. 
Um, what does Scran McGrowler ooh. Private Eye mean? Have you come across? The, the we got a new follow. Said? Welcome into the Troggies. Ah, uh, Scran McGrowler Private Hazel, Eye. somebody I know in real life. Oh, cool. Um, <laughs> Hazel joined Twitch, all this Twitchy stuff, but Hazel used to work with my best. The guy who was saying about with the great dad used to oh, work cool. with that guy. Uh, Hazel's worked on many Marvel films and um, works in ooh. like 3D scanning. You'd you'd appreciate all the stuff. Basically, what happens is my Twitch streams consist of me slagging off big movies and then Hazel going, well, fuck you, David, I worked on that. And then I'm like, sorry. Nice. I'm trying to get into the working in the movies, but... Uh... Mm. It's better... it's a difficult industry. Yes, better than Wings, mm. Baldy. Uh, I went to Wings as well, and some of the Wings there they were great, and some of them I didn't like them as much. But there's so I need much to go to Wings there. again. I haven't been to Wings for a few years. We, the first time I went, they plonked us on the table downstairs with the GameCube, and I was yeah. like, "This is the greatest restaurant of all time." We went this time, and um, they just plonked us upstairs, and I was like, "This isn't as fun. You need." Yeah. You need the games consoles, but uh, yeah, the wings—they were great wings. It's just yeah, another time. I of went, wing. I went, and whatever one I ordered, they had like bacon fries crumbled over it, and I was just like, "What is this? This is some sort of magic." <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but. If there's one thing that's ever going to give me coronary disease, oh, it's yeah? bacon fries. <laughs> nice. Do you ever... Oh. Um, I have shortened my life, I reckon, because I, in the local co-op to me, um, they've got packets of pre-cooked crispy bacon that I think you're supposed to put in sandwiches and you're supposed to put like two strips in sandwiches. I refer to that as snacking bacon and I just <laughs> get it out. <laughs> just crumble it into my mouth. And I have one and I'm like, oh, that was the greatest thing I've done all day. I wow. think I'm going to do that again. And then you just do that. You and just eat like, the whole packet. Well, it's like, at one point I was like, wow, I've just eaten a packet of snacking bacon in three days. And then one day you're like, well, that lasted three hours. That's good. Because it's just that you go to the fridge and you're like, what's here is that? Is it What's real it? bacon? It's just, yeah, it's just it's just pre-cooked crispy bacon that they've put in a packet. It's the same sort of bacon you'd get if you had like a BLT in a sandwich. They just take right. that same bacon, they just put that's, it in a separate packet. That's a lot worse than what I do. <laughs> that is going yeah. to kill you. <laughs> yeah. I don't do it that often because it was okay. one of those lockdown things where I did it like four weeks in a row and then suddenly went like, Oh, oh I shouldn't. Yeah, my heart doesn't like it. <laughs> also, I quite like living, so maybe I shouldn't have snack. It's when it's also just the phrase "snacking bacon" doesn't fit. Nobody's like, well, "What is that?" They're like, "That's bad." Yeah, even if it is great, which let me tell you, it is wonderful. It's it's very similar to that. I just rewatched Pierre's uh. Quiet One special. Have you seen Pierre's Quiet One special? I haven't on actually. I think I've seen clips oh. of it, but I haven't seen the whole thing. But I did go and see it's his show so in the good. end. I, I caught I his show on the last day. I watched. Have you seen Alfie Brown's new special as well? Excellent. If you Very have good. not live already watched Alfie Brown's new Live at Liverpool show on YouTube, go and watch it. It is very good. Like the guy is just unstoppable. <laughs> Uh, so two things of that one I need to tell you about somebody 
with Alfie the other day, but uh, I'll just finish what my point was. Uh, Pierre's got a bit in his special about ordering a mighty bucket for one because, uh, and they called it that because even people who want that can't go into KFC and just say bucket for one, please. <laughs> so they put the word <laughs> mighty on it just to do it, which is Pierre is a genius. Uh, yeah. I had to try and um, swallow a mouthful of water there so without coming funny. out my nose. <laughs> I can't wait for this new show to get recorded because it's just an hour of punchlines. It's yeah. fucking nuts. Alfie's Chappelle joke is an all-timer. It's, it's phenomenal. It's so good. It is so, so, so oh, good. Yeah, um, yeah, ridiculous. Somebody the other day was like talking to me. They'd met Alfie and they weren't sure about... I think like they just ended and he kind of went like an Alfie just went from, well, it was nice to meet you. And they're like, the guy was like, I didn't know how to tweet. I was like, no, that's that was just... an excellent Alfie impression. That's just how Alfie through. talks to people, isn't it? I was like, <laughs> Alfie was like, I think I'm going to go see Garrett. It was like, that's how I met him. Is everyone was, was weird that he just went, and I'm, I just had to stand there and just be like, this is, this guy was like, I didn't know how to feel because I didn't know if I'd annoyed him or upset him. I was like, no, that is just, that's how, just how he is. Yeah. How he talks. He spends his entire life just being like, hmm, I think I'm going to have 12 beers. I think yeah. I'm going to do this. And just, yeah. Yeah. So, he was so lovely to me. Alfie's oh, excellent. Really, really um, good. Yeah, go and watch his special, folks. Also, if you... Uh, uh, oh, oh, you paused. You Internet paused just for a second where your face went like this. It was oh, very no. weird. Oh. <laughs> it's just my end. I don't know. It was fine. <laughs> um, if you... I don't know. If, yeah, Sharon, I won't appreciate me pointing this out uh but if you watch pierre's special um you the first laugh you hear we like that laughs a bit loud is uh shona and exploding lemon alternating. <laughs> uh and when you're like oh that laugh was a bit loud and then it happens after every joke and so you're like the first time i watched it i was like i know who that is that's really weird but it's phenomenal it's re- it just adds to it i'm a loud laugh yet yeah, it's not you're not a loud laugh you're the loud laugh in pierre in the very special <laughs> 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 that's excellent that's so fun so, so i went to see john's show on the night that he recorded it which is the one that he's going to use sure. because the first it was the last night and the the two other shows that he recorded he just said no i wasn't happy with them yeah. um but it was an excellent excellent show but there it's is a point Doug can point out to me that she said she laughs like a rabbit getting pink <laughs> <laughs> boom sticker saying no idea what that sounds like nobody likes a liar boom um, yeah sorry so you were at john kirsten special. you saw that show that night why did you not come and say hello to me i still haven't met you in in person kirsten this is did not acceptable you, this is did not acceptable you? um <laughs> unacceptable i can't believe you're you in that loud. show i was i do you know what it was is that i was sat with Mary Elaine. And Mary Lane has a very distinctive laugh. And um, I'm sorry, you saw me like four times during the... You didn't point yourself out one of those times, Kirsten. Oh, let me do my best not impression on. of Kirsten. This is not on. Kirsten, I'm very, very unhappy with you right now. Fight, fight, fight. <laughs> um, Ooh, Kirsten fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I was sat next to Mary Elaine. She has a distinctive laugh. I have mm. maybe a distinctive laugh if you know what to look for. Um, but 
also there's a couple of points in the show where we're we're the only people that laughed Mm. and it works really really well because i think he draws attention to it at one point where he's like thank you other comedians laughing yeah 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 yeah. that's a very john thing to do yeah yeah back of the room this this is my impression of john doing comedy thank you this side this side let's pick up the pace Like, I he saw John's... fucking Melbourne gala in front of I like s- thousands of people. He's like, what? this side, let's pick up the pace. And I'm like, Jesus, you're brilliant. <laughs> I think the thing is, I've been talking to John now for two years steadily, mm-hmm. maybe a little bit more at this point. I'm not sure. Yep. Um, and he's starting to just bleed into my inner monologue. <laughs> Chris yeah. is a little bit too, but John is kind of more distinctive, and I've also seen John do stand up a lot more. Um, more abrasive a human being as well. Yeah, he's got a very upfront, ab- abrasive, as you say, kind of. <laughs> it's we're doing manner. this now, and yes. I'm gone. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so when I was writing this evening, I was trying to I was trying to write and put things together, and I I have written a line into my set, and. It's just everything about it is a John line. Right. <laughs> he hasn't written it. It's my joke. I've written it. Oh, that's fine. It's just, it's his voice that's written it in my head. <laughs> See if when you say it, he laughs or goes, you motherfucker. Because if he laughs, then what an arrogant twat. But if... <laughs> I know. Um, I'm I looking also... forward to him seeing it because I think, I, I, I think he'll enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That's great. That's nice. Yeah. I know what you mean, though, where you suddenly write something and you're like, that's basically a different person's joke that I'm yeah. just going to carry on doing it. And maybe that's... But like, it's not his joke. It's... He hasn't written it. I haven't Osmosis stolen it. It's just yeah, yeah. his voice yeah, 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 that yeah, yeah, resides yeah, yeah. in my brain now. <laughs> that's cool. You've been influenced. Influenced. Um, I keep on thinking about when you and I were watching Alfie's show and uh, he did the joke about Scrubs. Yeah. That Do you remember... Because I was like, nope, this is too real. And I just died. And you were prodding me being like, are you all right? And I'm like, nope, this man has climbed <laughs> inside <hit> <laughs> my soul with like the least verbally offensive joke he said in the whole set. Yeah. But to me, it's like, I feel too seen now. Yeah. So uh, that was yeah, so funny. That was so. We good. we had a lot of fun watching that show. We actually ended up seeing quite a few shows together. You and I did totally yeah. by happenstance. We didn't plan to go and see any of them together at all. I don't we think we planned ended any up in going. advance. Yeah, we just ended up at them together. Maybe um, we, there was a particular place where I knew I could possibly find Ashley and a few other people, and often did. And then they was would that be like, the wrestling just... show. No, I, was, I wasn't going to name the bar just in case we're not. Oh, sure. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, sorry. I thought you meant like going to one of the shows you knew I was going to be there. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's um, so funny. Uh, yeah. And then that was it. Like Alfie walked in and went, I'm going to go see Garrett's show. And you were like, Shall I go see Garrett's show? And I was like, Shall I come see Garrett's show? And that's how we saw Garrett's and that's, show. And we then, all went to see Garrett's show. And yeah. we would be together, like, Do you want to see this? It's like, It's there in like half an hour. And I'm like, Yeah, we'll just go do that. And I much prefer that. That suits my ADHD brain yeah. way more than panicking and trying to be like, Well, this is the allotted time I have before I have to do a thing. Yeah. It's much easier for me to go do the 
be somewhere and someone's like, do you want to do that? It doesn't conflict with any of your plans and it's very simple. And I'm like, yes, that yes. would be nice. And that's, I saw Alfie, me and Alfie saw Matt Ewins because he went, I'm going to go see Matt Ewins. Like, yeah, I've been and wanting I to see that. I should have joined you guys then, but I sort of missed what was happening. And then yes, I ended up kind sorry. of there for a little while by myself. And then you guys came back and I was like, yeah. oh, I could have gone to that with you, but I just didn't yeah, realize sorry. what was happening. Um, but that's okay. Show I heard was that show was really good. I didn't. I didn't make it along in the end. I exclusively saw shows of people that I spent like that I know in person <laughs> who are pals. I didn't see anything of somebody that I don't know. It's really weird to go to the fringe as a comedian because everybody in comedy has different opinions on comedy and knows different people. Mm-hmm. and certain people are like i want to absorb as much comedy as humanly possible and go see all the things and then some people are like i'm not seeing anything and then people like you and me are like i'd like to support my friends and also see yeah. something that is actually gonna really interest me uh and not like john's talked about it on here before i think hi alex um is if you're watching something that's far too close to what you do, you can spend an entire hour in a dark room just being like, motherfucker, you motherfucker. Even if you're really, if you like it and stuff and you just, yeah. your internal monologue fires off way more than it, it should be. And you should just be enjoying the thing. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's too easy to fall in like a, like a comparative trap. Whereas I think if it's your friend, it's quite nice to go. You're supporting them. And mm-hmm. but even then, still, I didn't see all of my friends' stuff. I just kind of. I mean, I don't think it's possible to go and see all of your friends. No, no, no. Um, no. I yeah, I really i I saw quite a lot actually. I'm quite impressed with what I managed to see. But like I say, it was all peers. Um, but I think that was have sort less of friends. <laughs> yeah, have less friends. Um, we try. That was sort of my plan, though, because I kind of want to see peer work. I want to mm. to absorb that a lot so that I mm. have a better idea of what it is I'm going to try and do myself. Perfect. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think it really, really helped get my mindset working that way. And mm. uh, I, like I say, I went to see John's show three times. I went to see Crystal Evans twice. Yeah. I went to see Stu McPherson's show twice and I went to see Garrett Millerick's show twice. And um, yeah. oh, I Garrett's mean, show was excellent. The but- night that I saw Alfie with you, I saw Scott Bennett's show as well. And those two shows have had way more of an effect on me than I ever thought mm-hmm. anything else really did because I just watched two very good stand-ups who are nothing like me stand-up-wise yeah. do a good show to a not necessarily like the easiest of audiences like it wasn't like plain sailing for either of them and so I watched them work mm-hmm. and I was like I wasn't like taking notes but in my head I was like oh that's what they do in that situation and that's what and I was like oh okay yeah. this is so interesting and nice They're, and I kind of came away from I mean, it being like oh I feel like I could harness some of that to be a better comedian and yeah. I enjoyed the show yeah oh yeah yeah, I do. Um, I totally get what you mean because, yeah, there's certain people that I watch and I just try and absorb 
it might not necessarily be like studying it and writing down exactly what they're doing or whatever, but it's just trying to absorb that mentality or that mm. uh, ethos yeah. that they bring to their performance. And I can tell you specifically uh, what I learned if you want, but like I was literally watching Scott and Alfie and Scott is like a club comic through and through. Mm-hmm. So like doing like an hour show would just be like him headlining a thing. Um, but um, it was watching him and then Alfie did exactly the same thing. And I really noticed it was like building the room up as you go from the start and not kind of, I think when you go see a show in your head, you're like, I will see the show. Whereas to be a comedian, you have to kind of come in and be like, you're a bit weird. Who's this? Why are you doing that? And it's not just kind of like a, soppy kind of crowd work thing it's like over here we've got these people who are bringing this vibe and then we've got this and um if something over here is happening i can kind of what is it or i can put pit these people mm-hmm. against these people or i can do it and just building the room up so you've got different things and then when you've got yeah. stuff in your show that you can kind of deflect stuff and if a joke didn't land then you can kind of be like well what happened there is this because of that and it was a very in yeah i don't know if that makes does that make sense like just seeing somebody build no i know exactly what you mean and and i don't in different places and yeah i i don't know scott um Mm. but i i know exactly what you mean with alfie and he's really really talented at that and that is like that is something that i struggle with but would love to become adept at um, and it's that kind of crowd work thing, but it is a bit more than crowd work. It's that live mm. comedy experience thing. And yes. if you watch Alfie's special that he's just put up on YouTube, there he, you know, he's doing that footnotes thing. And yeah. one of those footnotes is, I love the live nature of comedy. And he really kind of tries to harness that idea of every live show that you come to is different. Yeah. You're if you come to the show and on one day of the fringe, it's not necessarily going to be the same show that you see if you come two weeks later or whatever, mm-hmm. um, or at different tour dates, or I don't know. Um, and he, he really, I think lives for that in, in comedy. Yeah. Um, and it's, um, he's it's, so good at it and he's so yeah. brilliant. I'm terrible at crowd work. I'm trying to build up to it a little bit more. And one of the it's things I skill. sort of worked on tonight when I was planning it in my head was like, a bit where I'm gonna address an audience member, um, and I I don't do that very often, but I'm gonna try. Just the and more learn you it. do it, it's just another skill. That the more you do it, the better you'll get it, right? And yeah. I so the next day, I was like, I'm gonna try and build the audience up. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm gonna try and build the room like I just saw these guys do, and then it was a quite difficult crowd where um, I had some shouty people and some other difficult stuff going on and it just wasn't the day for me to do it and I just had to like dig in deep and kind of combat them a bit and then I was like right tomorrow I'll try and do it and then the next day they were even worse and I just went in my head I went fucking no you don't fucking do that they were just a very like tepid crowd and also started to be a bit chatty and I just Mm. turned around to this guy in the front row who just did his own first thing and I went oh um these people haven't spent a tenner to see you do jokes mate and just shut him down and me and I've never in my life done that and everyone was like Haha. and I was like oh okay. I I absolutely cracked on stage one time yeah. like other times I've generally been pretty good at ignoring chit chat or 
Mm. You know, just not really getting sucked into it. And then there was one time where I just, I just sort of snapped. And I, I actually was coming home and did this show after mm. it. And I said it to Chris and he was just like, oh, it happens to us all. But I yes. just literally went, will you shut the fuck up? Mm. And totally killed the whole vibe of the room. Yeah. <laughs> like, but the, I the desired skill is it. that it happens was... and you make it fun. Well, yeah, but I didn't even. But the thing is, I I'm didn't not even saying that. Try I, I can't do it. Fun. It's hard to do it. As I I'm didn't even like, try. It, I eventually, just you want to snapped. get to say you could do that, but it's hard. And yet, it's really hard. I just snapped. I just lost it. I basically um, had that last night where I was like, "What? what is happening at the back of the room? And they were like, we're ordering a drink. And I was like, okay have you done it now and they were like no and i was like okay just like i think i almost did like the ross thing of like um and i just had yeah last night i just had to be like come on guys they're a very posh mm -hmm. crowd i was playing too so it was like just like just bring it fucking down but even then yeah. i still was like a different comic might have been able to do it in a way that's kind of zingy and yeah. it kind of is fun for them even when they're being told to shut up and mm -hmm. that's a real skill that will take years to master so yeah but yeah i'm well i'm really excited for you and that's great i want to say i'm proud of you which sounds very sycophantic and patronizing no i appreciate it that you are taking a step to do that because it's such a it's the tiniest little interaction but i guess you give yeah. you give any opening and anything can go wrong I, yes. I did I did used to have a bit where I got somebody from the audience up on stage to do something. Yes. Um, and it just never landed the way I wanted it to. Now I say that I did it when I supported Fern Brady on tour. Yeah. And she laughed. Right. <laughs> and that means a lot. Yes. Um she seemed to enjoy the bit. Um and she like this is one of the best things that's ever happened to me but there was two things she told me uh that she thought it was very considered and i didn't really know how to take that but i found out last year i think which is two years post me supporting her i found out that she told alfie brown who we've been yeah. talking about he yeah. told me that she went and told him after i supported her that she thought he would like my stuff. Awesome. That's great. Well, congratulations. That's nice. And I was just like, that's that the, that's is. The that's the appropriate hand movements there. That is insanely complimentary. Uh, for I want her to, to go and specifically tell Alfie yeah. Yeah. that she thought, like, just talking about me yes and that's another imposter syndrome thing of like yeah. well, that's somebody outside of the realms of what i do telling somebody else outside the realm and that's like you're like no i'm inside that realm yeah but i just haven't to the point where I like know. i was talking to alfie during the fringe and i was like you like you've never seen me perform whatever it was we were talking about i was like yeah but you've never seen me and he was like yeah i have i was like no you haven't he was like no i think i have because farn told me that you were good yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and you went like, about it yeah <laughs> um, but like to the point where he's just convinced himself that he's already seen me yes <laughs> which happens. is bizarre um and danny mclaughlin is convinced Will Duggan he's told me, me that times mm -hmm. and i only met him once danny oh, mclaughlin did because i did frog frog bucket online with him loads sure i was teching it 
and I met him in Edinburgh and I was like dude it's so good to finally meet you and he was like no we've met and I had to like really I spent like 10 minutes really bad I spent like 10 minutes being like we haven't met he's like no but we have we've met and I'm like no we haven't that's gas and he was just he was just so convinced sorry what you were saying about Will Oh no! It was just going to be that she also Fern also told Will Duggan that I did really mm. well. So that's just another. Yeah. It's like oh, I I came up twice. <laughs> um, Weird gaslighting, David. <laughs> yes, he's uh, gaslighting me, saying we have met when we haven't. I mm. uh, there was a moment in the fringe where I was in a bar and I spoke to a particular comedian, and we went from talking about with the gig we'd done together, which I was mentally happy to have been on the gig with them. And then we just went to just chatting shit and I said a little thing and he went, oh, 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 like proper belly laugh. And like in my head, outside I was like, and in my head I was like, come on, David. <laughs> so, like, I was so like happy with myself that I just made this like person that I was oh, like I see what you mean. I see what so, you mean, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. just like, on the outside I'm like oh yeah cool that's brilliant that's so 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 good Um... (laughs) if you haven't met David IRL uh, in Ireland before you will spend 10 plus minutes admiring how tall he is Yeah. have I told you that that's come around full circle to the point now where people come up to me and they go you're not as tall as I thought you were because everyone's been telling me how tall you are how tall you are yeah that's quite funny that's brilliant it's kind of doing the opposite effect now they're like I've been told how tall you are and then it just turns out you're 6 foot 1 and I'm like yeah but everybody's (laughs) like what that's brilliant um Um, Excellent use of IRL there, by the way, Diamond Geezer. Yes, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that. Um, Um, There's so, like, because John and I haven't really gotten into talking about the fringe that much yet because we're kind of like, there's no point in us really getting into it because we're going to, Chris is going to want to hear it all. And Chris just hasn't been able to be back since we came back from the fringe. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, And so there's so many things I'm just so excited to talk to them about. (laughs) i'm excited to see you talk to them about it because i know that you saw john sporadically but not loads and not for like and i knew that was going to happen because he was one of my archetypal models of how do you stay sane at the fringe and he's like yeah you will see me after my show and then i will fuck off and i was like well if he's doing that and he is that good then i should probably take a leaf out of his book and do that a bit. yeah and then i know that chris just hasn't been you won't have seen chris but i hung out with you a bit and got to chat to you about certain things so i am very excited we talked to about see. some stuff we talked about <laughs> things um things. um so i'm very excited to see you discuss it with yeah. them yeah uh, yeah it's gonna be, be fun um, yeah i have a lot to tell them there's stuff that john still doesn't know as well so mm. it's gonna be fun <laughs> And little Alex Hall isn't even that little. Did you mean little Alex Horn? He's very big. I saw he walked past me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Greg Davis is very short. He is not. They are both very tall. I really adore Greg Davis, but I'm not a Taskmaster fan that much. Um, but when... I absolutely love Greg Davis and I cannot wait to potentially meet him at some point. <laughs> Nice. The one time I met Greg Davis, I was working in a sales job where I stood in shopping centers and had to stop people to sell them photo shoots. So my job was just to stop people and do things. And I think he has family in the Southwest. 
Sure. So he was back for Christmas and it's a few days before Christmas. He just wanders past me in a shopping center. And I was so just like, that's fucking Greg Davis. I was like, oh. And he looked at me as a guy about to sell him something and went, oh, fuck off. <laughs> and I spent about a month being like, that guy's a piece of shit. And then suddenly realizing, and then I suddenly no, had this real realization where I was like, man. oh, no way. I was doing a job I hated. And he looked at me and was like, fuck off. And I'm like, yeah, okay, great. Um, yeah. <laughs> can I ask you in an incredibly patronizing way? Yes. What time of day have you tried to watch Taskmaster? Um, probably during the day. Okay. The Why? perfect time I've watched Taskmaster. I watch it in the evening when my girlfriend wants to watch it, and I think it's fun and fine. Hungover in the morning. <laughs> the best TV. You know how okay. like certain sitcoms, if you go to watch it, you're like... I think because it's just so silly and there's no stakes and everything is so trivial and yet it's heralded as this really good thing. You go into Taskmaster. I took me a few times to get into it and I've discussed it with a few other people with the same sort of thing where it's like it's held in such high esteem that you go to watch it and you're like, this is fine. And then I've watched it recontextualized just knackered and just just people being silly and doing simple things. And I was like, now is when I should be watching this. And that's all I'll sure. say. I'm not, and I'm still not going to be I might, like, I'll, you will be I'll the give it another fan. try. Fern Brady's on this series. So I yes. I think that will be a lot of fun to watch. Yes, yes, yes. The series should um, be rad. And this yeah. is it. It's like find a series with people you like as well. Like find a whole series of people you really like. Um, and then, because it doesn't really matter what order you watch the series in, but you should sure. watch a, a series in order. Um but it's just, it, it, like, Takeshi Ducks, like, I found, like, Brooklyn Nine-Nine and a few other TV shows, if I tried to watch them during the day when I was super alert, I would just hate them. But sure. when you're, like, sleepy, like, just before bed or just when you wake up, the perfect fodder where you're like, oh, my brain doesn't have to think about anything and the people just do the lighthearted, silly things. It's like... Sure, like ah. when you're just scrolling on YouTube. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would play... I would watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine and play Flow Free on my phone and sure. have the best time and watch, like, okay. three episodes. I might need to reevaluate how I approach Taskmaster then. Um, Which I'll is a weird it, thing to say, but try. I'm also, yeah. like, I've been a... I don't like to say the word stan, but I don't know how else to equivalent it. But uh-huh. I've been an Alex Horn stan for ages. And well, so this when is the thing is I really, that... really like Greg Davies as well. So, yeah. you know, I need to get into it. Um, I could, I, have you ever had that? Like, this sounds like your thing of like, you really like people involved with stuff. And yet when you try the thing, you're a bit like, yeah, sure. Yeah, it's weird, I'm isn't it? Sure. And also, any time anything's been like, everyone's like, it's amazing. If you don't meet, if your opinion of it doesn't meet the way people have sold it to you, mm-hmm. then it's disappointing. Even if it's like, well, the thing they is, sold I'm it not, here, it's here. You're like, I'm it's not, not huge on the kind of British comedy panel show mm. thing. Mm-hmm. Like, Mark the week, eight out of ten cats. Sure, like they're fine. <laughs> uh, it's not for you. It's not for you, is it? It's, 
it's one of those things where I'm just like, this is such a huge part of the business I work in. Yes. I'm just still, I'm just like, meh. Well, you don't have to. And there's plenty of people in the industry that fucking hate them. So Yeah. Yeah. But they still watch them. I just don't really engage with them. So I should really. But anyway, um, Taskmaster is a bit different. Um, It is. They, yeah, they can't ram their act into the tasks. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Ooh, yes. That's a slight dig there. Well done. Massive, um, massively true where you watch stuff oh, and yeah. you can just see people be like... Yeah, you can see how people ram stuff in. Um, sorry, I keep kicking this bin under my desk, so I'm just going to move it. Fuck you, bin. Can everyone in the chat just type, fuck you, bin? We just need to get this bin. Yeah, this is the bin. It's like a metal fuck steel you, thing, bin. so it's kind of bothering me. Uh, now, David, you told me earlier on that you had come up with some sort of quiz. <laughs> Great. You... So I have this idea for a thing. <laughs> you know, like how I have a million projects that I was trying to work on all at the same time. Uh-huh. If I show, uh, let me show you this first. Before okay. I... I'm so excited. David's basically, he has told me nothing about this plan. Um, so there's a YouTuber called Struthless who gave me this diagram that I've made my own version of, which is get heaps of idea, start a new project, tell people about the project, and then the arrow just goes around finishing the project and get heaps of ideas. So and you haven't written a quiz. That's ADHD. No, okay, so this is... Um, I have an idea. The idea I've had... I've been trying to work on a quiz idea for a long time. I've done versions of it here, there, and everywhere. Um, and I want to do a podcast of it at some point. Ooh. But this is all like, you know, that would require time. Is this going to be the trial run of your podcast? Mm, well, so I just want stupid rounds. And one of the rounds I have is I've recorded myself saying something backwards and you have to guess what it is. Oh, brilliant. But I've done that. I've just done it all. And I, I was just thinking like, Ashley and I have got lots of things to say but it might be fun. I just, I thought of like, this might be a fun silly thing to like yes. throw into the mix of what we're doing. Um, and I've recorded 10 uh, untitled Twitch stream themed sentences okay. of, or just words oh, or phrases. Oh, they're UTS that are... themed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just so okay. that I, but um, can, am I able to share my screen and audio? You are, yes. Um, I'll have to bring it up, but if you share it, I'll have it there. Okay. Um, um, this could be fun. Uh, so, um, and but I just thought, oh, that's another one that I didn't do. Sorry, Boomstickery. I was thinking, okay. like, I know loads of them, and then as soon as you sit down to do it, you're like, you I probably. Forgotten. The thing is, you probably know them better than I'm going to. I'm probably going to not remember what they are. Sure. Sharing <laughs> screen is just too much. I feel like I feel like everything from this show just empties from my brain. I sure. forget it so much even though sure, i don't sure, sure, sure. i don't because like I, ex- I remember the experience of talking to john and chris and i i feel like i'm with them every week i miss chris so much right now it's been like yes, two I'm... months since i spoke yeah, to him yeah, yeah. um yeah. which is too long to not it speak is. to chris Betts, and uh i really really nice, do yeah. miss him but uh oh mm. let me bring up your quiz this is just little files on my thing so as an cool. example um oh wait um thing file location this will work better um can you hear this yes <laughs> any idea what they 
play it again. You're still looking at me. I have no idea. This is the only be... person I've tested this on is my girlfriend with some other random phrases I did the other day, and she was like, "I don't understand this at all." And uh, okay, we've got Sackboy here. It's looking at That's Any a very that? decent guess. You reckon it's John? It's all going to be your voice. I take it. Yeah, 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 it's just me yeah, recording. You're, yeah, you're saying it. Um, I just sat here with my girlfriend in the other room going, what are you doing? Why are you saying such weird things? And I'm like, give me a minute. <laughs> Keep playing it. No, it doesn't end on an S sound, does it? I have absolutely no idea. Uh, well, just as a this is an example of the first one. This is untitled Twitch stream. <laughs> okay, I knew it. it I, I did know it ended in a U. We don't have to do all of these, but there's some of them that I, there's one of them which is so easy that I'm like, this will be so okay. Try the easy one then. Let's see. I can't remember which one it is. Is it? Hang on, I can find out which one the easiest one. Yeah, start with the easier one and we'll see. But yeah, this is why, like, I'm kind of protesting the idea because I think it would be funny and I think it's funny to say funny things and do whatever. There was, there was a show that used to do this and I don't remember what it was. Okay, here we go. Why do you think that's easy? <laughs> It's oh no! It's, it's oh no! Yeah, and I'm only getting that because it's oh been put no! In the chat. <laughs> I only got that because it's been put in the chat. That was not my own figuring out. I, no, should hide, I just I should no, 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 hide no. the chat from myself. To be without, without the chat guessing, yeah, I was just I thought this might be a thing that the chat could also join in and guess with. Um, That's so funny. Let's see. I can't okay, I'm not looking at the chat just... anymore. But let me see if I can get one. Okay. I need to get one of them. I'll this just go for a few of them. We'll see how Play again. You gotta think what it is and then reverse it in your head. <gasps> Matt Blair's just raided. Oh, we have a raid. Welcome in, raiders. Um, oh, lovely, lovely we're playing man. a very strange game. Um, <laughs> I, I've crowbarred in something awful into what we're doing. <laughs> yeah. Um, Here's a raid video. That was me singing it. Hi, Matt it Blair. Was. Matt Blair is yeah, David Hoare has designed all the music for the show. Um, if you're not familiar with David Hoare... Go and follow. Go and follow him. Oh, did it double because I've got my audio shared on here? Sorry. Sorry. Doubled there. 
Oh, I was wondering why that happened. Welcome in, Raiders. This is the Untitled Twitch stream. This is a a live stream podcast show um, where we basically talk shite. I'm Ashley. I'm one of the usual hosts. David is a guest today because my two other guest hosts, two other guest hosts? (laughs) Oh, I just demoted them there. (laughs) My two other regular hosts, John and Chris, couldn't be here today. So... (laughs) Uh, David is kindly <laughs> filling in for them, maybe permanently. Um, <laughs> this is just going to become the David the and ultimate Ashley show betrayal now. of them g- giving you guest host and then you find. You know, both you of know them. what? Fuck you! It's just me. It's just me now. This is just my show for the rest of time. John and Chris are never coming back. I'm totally kidding. I miss them so much. <laughs> <laughs> I could also <laughs> never replace them. Um, oh no. Matt Blair um, is wonderful. Please go follow Matt Blair. Also, please go follow. Can anybody who's good at shout outs do a shout out for Matt Blair, but also do one for Angel Interceptor, who's also a wonderful comedian. Both wonderful comedians. Both wonderful human beings. Um, yes. Um, next week, welcome to the UTS with Ashley Manning, <laughs> Will Duggan, and David Hoare. Yeah, there's a big push for Will Duggan to be a, a regular host now. Um, do you know who I can see not going in for that? Something like that. Is Will Duggan. <laughs> It was his yeah. idea, but it's also like he's he doesn't want to do it. Um, it's very. Funny. I think it's so much better that you're like it's like. I, the thing I like about this is that there is like there's the three of you, and then just below that, it's not like we might. We have a regular have a cast guest. of characters. There is uh Tom Tuck, me, Will Duggan, um, uh, Ashley Story, Mario Lane, sort of level of people who yeah. are like if they're there, you're not like what the fuck is this? You're like, oh shit, Mario Lane's on. Okay, right, okay, this yeah. is going to get weird. Or like, you know. Yeah, uh, it, it's we have a nice regular crew that come and, and come on the show. Uh, Fitzheim hasn't been on for a very long time and I think he's only been on about twice ever. So I met uh, Fitzheim in person at the Fringe the same time I met Tom Tuck I met him last year Lovely. at the Fringe and oh my God, mm. I met Tom Tuck mm. at the Fringe and we just saw each other across the tv square and ran to it to a big huge embrace and it was wonderful and then i saw him a few times i saw his i I saw his show with you yes you Um, did and then i'm gonna put something you were the only person that gave a standing ovation (laughs) (laughs) you were like i thought it was excellent and I then thought you it was so, so good. Like, Guys, you know, oh, nobody this, else like, is doing this. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> I loved it as much um, as you did, I think, but I'm not standing. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you a little bit of private chat right now. Um, oh, um, uh, I basically on the first. No- make sure you click the private chat before you do it. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Um, on the first night of the fringe, I arrived. On the day I arrived, I went into town, and I was like, I can't. We'd had some dinner with some friends, had a few drinks, and I was like, I think I've soaked up enough. I'm going to be here for a long time. I think I'm done. I, I really had to make sure I was pressing people. the private chat yeah. there. <laughs> and I was walking away from all, where everybody was. And as I was walking away, you know, the stairs up near Paterhouse, sure. down from thing, just as I was walking towards those steps, just Tim and uh, Tom and Tim just appeared over the top of it. Oh, wow. And I was what a like, wonderful way to and see And I just them. went, yeah! And he was like, get in. Um, um, you're gonna read the private chat. For new for new listeners, we have a private chat, which is 
you don't get to be privy to the information that goes on in there, but you do get to be privy to those kinds of reactions. Yes! <laughs> uh, oh dear, it's so funny. It's so funny. Um, I'm just writing something back in there that I want to say out loud, but I can't. Um... <laughs> well, that happened after that. Like, this was towards the end of the fringe that that happened. Okay, uh, David, you need to spill. I will not spill. I do no. not spill. No, first rule of private chat is you don't talk about what goes on in the private chat. Yeah. Um, it's not quack quack, although I did see quack quack. Um, I did see that person very briefly, and uh, that was enough. <laughs> uh, you know how frustrating it is to be on the end of the private chat. I know. I'm sorry, but you guys know what you're in for at this stage. Um, guys, all you need to do is spend five or six years getting better at comedy, and then you can be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, There's going to be people who get into comedy, and they're like, "Why did you get into comedy? Was it to get on live at the Apollo or like radio or something?" Like, I just no. wanted to read the private chat. Yeah, I just wanted to be privy to it. <laughs> Could you throw oh, them any dear. bread? But yeah, what I what I said there is like, oh yeah, that'd be great. Um, there was a vibe, okay. I, that is so funny. Uh, <laughs> you spend the first five years trying to be a comedian, and then you get a private chat and realize you are a comedian. <laughs> I'm giving that a standing ovation. That's a great comment. Brilliant. Excellent stuff. Nice. Um, right. I want to hear two more this... of these things. Yeah, and let's I'll go back to this like... game. Oh, Absolute shoot. Nonsense. I removed it. There we go. Okay. Okay, let's we're playing do... a game where David has recorded himself saying popular catchphrases from the show, and then he's put them in reverse, and I have to try and guess what it is he's saying. Okay, here's an easy one, Ashley. Okay, that's kind of musical. Hi, Zoe OED. Zoe OED is a fucking legend. Uh, I need to. I also just think the backwards voice sounds great, which is why I love Twin Peaks so much. I actually think I know what this one is. And only because it sort of sounds like it's the same, almost the same thing. It's the same noise. Is it Juicy Pussy? Juicy Pussy. If I'd left that recording slightly longer, you would have heard my girlfriend in the background going, David, why are you saying that? (laughs) (laughs) It's fair. Totally fair. Your girlfriend is the same one in that scenario. Yep. Yep. Um, okay. So you can okay. get. A, I think this is the thing is like I think if you know the frame of reference. This yeah. Is what, once this is you, why I'm once you kind of get into listening to it, it as well. With, I just did it with random sentences to my girlfriend, and she had just no fucking idea. And I'm like, if you've got like a. It, yeah, it and, needs to you be need familiar like a phrases. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for. Um, thank you for uh, being the uh, guinea pigs, everybody. Let's see. Ow! 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 Quack, quack, quack. It's quack, quack, quack. Quack, quack, quack. 
Okay, I feel like I'm getting into this now. <laughs> this is excellent. Good. Okay. Good. 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 Okay. So, um, oh yeah, you should, you should, you should, you should. Some of them, I think. The other thing I've noticed is if they've got any ooh sounds in, they're yeah. much easier than okay. if you're. But this doesn't have that, so we'll see how we get on. Right. <laughs> Keep on playing it. I'll no more for me. I'm also intrigued to see if anyone gets this. Always with the ducks. Did you know that Tarzan scream is a palindrome? What? Oh, the Tarzan scream. Oh, oh. I'll no more for me. I'll no more for me. I'll no more for me. Any guesses in the chat? This is quite a hard one. Keep playing it. I'll no more. I'll no more. Can you see the chat? No. Don't look at the chat. Okay, good. Somebody no, I haven't looked it. at the chat. Oh, somebody's somebody got, it. got it. Okay, well, yeah. fair play to whoever's gotten it. Baldy um, is very no good at this, me. and also maybe has a recording thing where you can record it or reverse things. Sure. Give me it again. I'll no more for I'll no more for I have oh, you're very absolutely good no idea. No idea. This one's quite a hard one. Informant slut. <laughs> 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 no, I was never going to get that. It's quite funny. I basically wrote down all the sentences and then went like, this one is gettable. This one is not. Sure. Quite... Yeah. So, uh, again... Should get this bad nabs. Bad nabs. I have no idea. Bad nabs. I think that was quite difficult. Anyone in the chat? Bad nabs. Snap. Yeah. Yeah. Bad nabs. That was Batman bed. Oh. <laughs> Oh my god. No, it's getting really hard now. I will give you two more. Give me uh, two more. Give me two more. Snahi Go again. Snahi Dile. Snahi Dile. I think this is so hard. Flaccid Wheelie. I find it easier when you say them. You're never going to get that one. That was LED hats. Oh, God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Steve Mooney, got, Steve Mooney got it. <laughs> oh, my God. Fair play. Okay. Last one. You should be able to get this one. Yeah, Steve. Yeah, No, I thought about that one, but I didn't. I know I'm bad. Uh, Fuck the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Also, not always be doxing. Sounded a bit like a pirate. That was. Suck my beard dry. (laughs) 
Damn it, that's one I really <laughs> should have been able to get. But yes, a private chat also would have been a good one. But yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you for uh, helping me guinea pig, a stupid idea I have. This do you know what I, I remembered as well, useful. what it was that this show used to do with it was, um, there was, I don't remember it, but there was a, it was a, another kind of comedy panel show thing. And yeah. they used to get somebody to listen to something like that. And they had to try and say it. Yes. They had to try and say the backwards recording. Oh, that sounds so And then hard. it would play back their voice and they had to try and guess what they were saying then like based off of this slightly wrong saying it the right way does that make sense Fair. yeah 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 Yeah, they my would like was it would just be funny to have like trouser trombone shoe as like a funny thing to like when you play it back that's just like absolute fucking nonsense. but you would basically but that's kind of do the funny that joke. yeah you would yeah you would basically say that and then it would play in reverse and somebody would yeah. have to try and say the reverse sound well enough yeah. so that when they are then played in reverse, you could guess what the word is. You've been outed in the chat, by the way, because that was an, that was on an episode of Taskmaster. Was, no, this was on something else. Mm -hmm. It was on it was on a different show. I think it was like a show on Sky at some point. Mm -hmm. It was like a comedy show that was on sky i don't remember that's um, fair yeah, yeah i um i've got an idea for like a stupid quiz layout that's can i kind please of be on it at some point yeah, when yeah, you're doing yeah, it. yeah a million percent um but um i just wanted some like slightly unique rounds in amongst the other shit yeah tried that and i was like that might be a thing and i'm just sort of um late night house of games is very funny <laughs> so yeah that's the thing but yeah no definitely i think I've you should got... definitely do a quiz a game show thing mm. i inadvertently was looking up to see if there's anything up similar to it and found wax quizzical which john has been on oh and john lived with the person who did the podcast it's reese nicholson's partner uh they lived together in edinburgh so I went from being like, oh, there's already a podcast. It's not nowhere near the same as what I would do. Sure. But, but there's something uh, similar. Like Similar-ish. But there's always just... room for more things like that. No, no, no. It was just more like I didn't know if there was. I just trying to find funny comedy, uh, yeah. comedy quiz podcasts. And Wax Quizzical is amazing. And um, Bring the Noise, music-based. This was it. Show. This was it. Ricky Wilson, Wilson, team captains Nicole Scherzinger, Tiny Temper, and panelists Catherine Ryan and Joel Dahmer. Yeah, that's oh, exactly yeah. what it was. It was really I, fun. I, I really liked Ricky Wilson on that. He was is that was that that was Ricky Wilson Kaiser from Chiefs guy. Kaiser Chiefs, yeah. yeah and he yeah, was yeah. really fun on that. Oh, good. And I got I got he really into really him for fun. a while. He, I remember there was a point where the Kaiser Chiefs were like cheeky and fun, and then yeah. they started doing the voice and stuff, and I don't really know. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, that was the show. Well done, I am Dingwall. Thank you so much nice. for. I knew there was something in my head living there, and I had a feeling Catherine Ryan was on it. Um, nice. So I feel, I feel. Ding validated. Dingwall is exceptionally tall. Uh, I am Dingwall and Zoe OED married, uh, and they came to when I did Hot Water. And Dingwall is a fucking tall boy, and they wow. also. We're both in Sharknado 5. Uh, 
Very cool. Because they kickstarted it. They're in a pub very, in the background. And very cool. That is very great, fun. Great human beings. So I'm no, not surprised that they um, uh, do that. Zoe also um, told me once, she goes like wild swimming. And she told me once, she was like, I tried skinny dipping for the first time. And I, every time she says she's going swimming now, I'm like, with no clothes on, I assume. Um, so I'm just heckling her constantly. Welcome, please welcome my publicist, David Hall. Oh, fuck off, see, in the chat there. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> Naked swimmer. <laughs> that was one time. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, David looks short, but is in fact six foot three. Interesting fact, six foot one. Six foot um, one. Mm. But yeah, Wax Quizzical is short. great because um, it's one guest yes. so it'd be like john but the other there's two other guests but they're not against each other they're all on the same team and it's his brain trust but the other two are characters that the comedians are playing oh brilliant. so on pierre's one he's got phil wang but phil wang is playing kim jong phil the leader of middle career and it's fucking preposterous and that's so, very funny and some of them he'll have like cal wilson and one of the guys from um Auntie Donna, like in the same episode, being character, he'll have like major famous people just being like, like the guy Zach from Auntie Donna played Hans Zimmer, and it was just him pretending to be Hans Zimmer. And like when John does it, somebody was just like a tiny person that lived inside a microphone was, and they <laughs> it's fucking <laughs> their whole character. It was so fucking stupid. That's really fun. Um, that is really, I highly, really fun. highly recommend Wax Quizzical, and you can start with John's episode and be like, "Ah, I like this a lot." Yeah, that's really fun. That's um, very, very fun. I, I like the this idea. I, it's really, I don't. I know that you are talking about the fact that you have ADHD, and so yeah. you kind of maybe get a lot of things going on in your brain. But I do also think it's a normal enough thing. Because I don't have ADHD. Now, I will say, yeah. I don't have ADHD, but that I, present, <laughs> I present a lot of neurodiverse uh, symptoms, I guess. Um, I, I don't have ADHD, but um, I have OCD and PTSD, which make me relatively neurodiverse anyway. Sure. Um, and then... Part of the gang. Yeah, exactly. But there's there's certain things, certain aspects of those things that seem are, are very similar to ADHD or to nothing at body saying always be diagnosed. But I also I do I do think it's relatively normal for people to have loads of ideas and to to want to follow through on them. Um, oh. But, but the you, thing is, what never, I do you is can I never do everything. No, but you have the idea and start the idea, and you get like three hours yeah. into it. It's hyper focused. That's the hyper focus, and it's yeah. basically like so. Like this podcast idea, which I've had, and I know I shouldn't be pursuing at all. I should be doing the other projects. I've just road tested it to you, and I've run a version of it of my girlfriend. This is yeah. not not doing it. This is a very much a you're hyper focus, and it. you're like. Yeah. But you know, this is not. Yeah. Uh, but I, this is this is just the back of my head sort of thing where I can do that. But I'm just concentrating on work time, not trying to be like, well, I'll do the podcast idea and then this and then this and this. It's just like, okay, 
of just doing this one thing today whilst I'm doing my work time. And I've yeah. I've just bought a I've used stopwatches a lot. I've just bought like a particular like big clock that just you turn to put the time for a countdown timer just to like you're doing this for the next 20 minutes. And I'm gonna put it here just to like make myself do it. But yeah, I know that okay. it's this is the thing is like whenever you talk to somebody about ADHD you'll mention something and they go well i do that and i'm like i'm sure you do it's not the fact that you do this one thing it's the fact that you do like there's like a whole criteria which i didn't even know until may i just thought i was quite hyperactive and i thought adhd was like people that didn't concentrate at all the parameters of what it are are quite like a lot smaller and and also everybody experiences it slightly differently and also the 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 neurodiversity is now being understood as a spectrum as well so you can mm. definitely experience low levels of adhd and and, and autistic traits mm-hmm. but without being quite the the level of needing assistance with it or needing to manage it in any way or or it actually impacting your life that much so there is definitely going to be a lot of people that are like yeah but i do that and it's very demeaning mm-hmm. and diminishing i think but um well that's the way i worked it out was a very prominent uh somebody i was working with doing streaming uh mentioned their adhd to me and i did the thing where you start agreeing with them thinking i would stop and i never stopped agreeing with them sure and after i after like the 10th thing they said that i was like oh i need to (laughs) look into this and i mentioned it to somebody else who also turned out had it and i was like uh zoe says sits in a room surrounded by wood hyper focus you say <laughs> Does um, ADHD give you any discounts? I'm all about. That. <laughs> <laughs> um, is the neurodivergent overlap from PTSD, OCD, more autistic traits, or ADHD? Uh, I'm not really sure, to be honest. Um, but I think it might be leaning more towards autistic. Um, but I don't, I don't really know. I haven't looked into it enough. I just know that I. Sure. I I, sure, sure, I sure, flag sure. I flag up as neurodiverse a fair bit. Um, yeah, I mean, I've got to the point now where I'm like, I've been told that eighty percent of comedians have OCD, and I'm pretty sure the other twenty percent have autism. And yeah. I'm just like, and you know, there's probably some people that don't. Yeah. But and even it's just a bit. There is just basically like a balance of people who are either like super into something and they do it the same way or there's these people that are like and that's like comedy basically yeah and also you can't function within other um jobs and therefore like that for me it's like i've pursued comedy more and more not because i enjoyed it or loved it so much it's more that i like oh i can remove myself from having a boss and having to wake up at 7 a.m and do all that it's like this suits my lifestyle but the problem is, is then to make that lifestyle work, you need to do a bunch of other separate work. And that's where I've really like struggled. Yeah. Um, and I'm working towards doing things. Um, this was this was actually kind of what I was going to say a few minutes ago is that like, yeah, you when you have a brain that is semi-creative and, and you're attempting to make a living at that, it's really, really difficult to have all these ideas and to also have the capacity to see how they would work yeah. and then not immediately follow through on all of them at a de- in a desperate attempt to create 
a multifaceted career that's going to like make you filthy rich and mm -hmm. uh, because you you just you just cannot nobody has the brain space or the capital or the the time or the energy to to follow through on every idea that they have no, of course. um but i was actually i i was fortunate enough yesterday morning to get a one-to-one -one session with somebody in the film industry um and it was just a random thing where it was like the seminar thing that you had to sign up for and i was the only one who turned up um there was other people signed up but they didn't turn up because it was free and it's just sure. that, like yeah, thing yeah, of people thing. not valuing something but i ended up getting this one-to-one -one session with somebody that works in the industry and um it was really validating in one way and frustrating in another because I was talking to him about kind of where I've come from and what my ideas are and what it is I'm trying to achieve. And he was kind of like, you sort of have all of the tools. You seem to have the motivation and the right mindset. You've even identified a niche for yourself. So I've, I've I told him about this idea that I have for working I'm trying to work in film and become a, a sound trainee, but I also have an idea for how awesome. I can use those skills in a self-employment capacity. Uh, basically, I'll, I'll give you this in the private chat. I don't really want to say it publicly, um, but I, I just to interject from that, I had this is how I've ended up with lots of things that I've been intending to do is because I basically have found out that a lot of people who got further in certain aspects you have revenue streams and you've got different ways of doing things. And when I turned around to my parents and I was like, I think I'm going to stop doing sales jobs and do comedy full time. Mm -hmm. And they went, how? And I went, give me a minute. And then I spent two months like making like a plan of like, these are my Ooh. like, these are like my revenue streams and this is how I would make money from all of them. And this is part of the problem where I've ended up with too much on my plate is because I was trying to do all that at once to prove myself to my parents. Yeah. Um, but you, I'm not surprised you that you have the kind of capacity to do all these things and stuff. Yeah. So I've, I've popped something into the private chat and that's kind of yes. my idea yes. for using my skills um, because I don't think that anybody's doing that where I am at the moment, not really, and not as a full package. Um, and so he was kind of like, you've identified a niche there that you can actually do. Cause he was just like, I didn't even realize I could use the skills that I have to do that. Mm -hmm. yes. Um, you know, and so he was really, really encouraging. It was just like, you seem to have a lot of things figured out. You're just not getting the breaks. And I was just like, I know that. <laughs> Amazing. I'd be so I, intrigued to speak to you about yeah. that in like certain capacity, even though the, but like that's awesome. And like what you need to do is do it the worst way you possibly can at the moment. Like sorry, yeah. do, 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 do it the best way you can do it now, which is probably going to be the worst one you ever do. Yeah. And then find out you need to do it badly in order to work out how to do it well. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, I know. Uh, and that's like the most terrifying thing in the world. But that's yeah. like that more to kind of your point of like you've you've got the capacity to do it and but then lots of other ideas fly around. You yeah. kind of have this I'm not just name as a you, but like anybody who's doing like creative jobs and stuff, you have to learn how to how to and when to say no. And it's way more frequently and, and is comfortable to or that you yeah. want to and just stuff props up which you're like 
Yeah. I remember a comedian who has been on live at the Apollo messaged me being like, I need you at my show to close. I need a musical comedian for like the last 10 minutes of my show tonight. Can you do this? And I was like, best about like, I'm in bed. Cause it was like one, one yeah. in the morning, they need me. And I was like, that would be really fucking good and useful, but I can't do it. And it's like, there's obviously it's just one small example of just like, just things happen where you're like, Oh, I yeah. can't do that but yeah. what i'll mean is that you're just shoveling aside space and time for the thing you do actually want to do mm-hmm. this is all this is all like the stuff i've been doing in therapy uh so, yeah um, look at that full like, fucking circle moment full circle bitches oh, but it's like look how talented out. we are at working through <laughs> topics of conversation in a podcast to quote, format to quote uh, john hastings at his comedy special seamlessly back into the narrative yes. um but it's <laughs> you create that time and space to do the thing you actually yeah. really want to do i've been that whole minimalism stuff i just talked about in my show yeah i've been doubling down on that twice as much since i got back and i've read listened to re-listened to the audiobook of essentialism by greg McEwen and effortless which is his follow-up book to it which is all about like finding the few things in life that are truly important and doing those rather yeah. than trying to do lots of little things that would be quite nice and good to do yeah. and um that's awesome actually i'm so gunning for you to do it and can see you doing it and nice 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 i I really see when i've had ideas where i'm like oh but that and you're like oh i can do awesome please go yeah um we might we might come back to this and and have a wee chat after the show um Mm. it's we're we are wrapping up a little bit do you have anything coming up that you'd like to plug um, please listen to my unmade podcast that I will never finish. No. Um, <laughs> um, if you are in the Bristol area, please come to Chops Comedy. Uh, we've got a bunch of secret headliners booked. Um, next week's pod- headliner uh, has been on uh, Ashley's favourite show, Taskmaster. Um, uh, so that would be good. Um, please follow me on twitch if you've not seen me before although i feel yeah. like everybody has At david horlow uh, doing 10 30 in the morning streams i've moved it out half an hour later so i can sleep more Fair. um um do i have anything else major to work on to uh, yeah please follow me on there i'm at david horlow on instagram and facebook uh, and check out drops comedy um if you are excuse me in bristol i have oh if you're going if you're in london i'm doing so far so far so funny uh in london on the 28th of um september and if you're up north i am gigging uh in november uh i'm doing saddleworth and then hot water on the 12th and 13th of october so i'm getting about a bit more i know people often ask that very I'm guessing exciting. the chops headliner is christian guru murphy that's exactly right <laughs> <laughs> um, did you get your twitter back yet no nah, should we check i always I, you gotta check every couple of months um, <laughs> um david got suspended from twitter your account is suspended you're not perfect uh yeah for trying to advertise a twitch stream apparently too much that's but, so weird um, that that's what they got that's what they got well you for. It, i got i got suspended a month after i got it back when it had been hacked Right. Um, and I don't know if they're 
if it was something to do with what they did that ended up getting me getting suspended or what have you. But yeah, right. but follow, okay. if you follow Chops Comedy, if you ever see tw- Chops Comedy tweet something that isn't about Chops Comedy, that's I'm, I never tweet my opinions, but if I'm I might reply to something and put DH in it. Sure. But yeah, um, yeah, no. So, but yeah, cool. Instagram reels, TikTok. Go check him out. He's he's worth following. Oh, fuck, he designs all the music you. for this show. Oh, go on. Didn't even tell you. I don't know if you saw the video I put up. I was on Channel Four this week. Did I tell you about how I was on Channel I've Four? I've seen this. this. You okay, were great, on great, Channel great. Four as a background person. <laughs> you weren't even an extra. You were just in the background of something. Like my friend's built. wedding getting hammered. <laughs> it's very exciting. It's very uh, very fun. You know what? Yeah. Can I? I'm going to ruin the thing that I'm about to say by saying it. But we did not talk about the Queen this entire show. <laughs> I have been avoiding it like the fucking plague. I don't partly give a because shit. no, of course you don't, because you're you, and that comes with the Irishness, the not giving a shit, the certain aspects of knowing history and and all yeah. sorts of things. But it is so bizarre what living in oh, this yeah, country yeah. right now. <laughs> I'm in it, related to people who are have been to queue and go. And all that sort of shit. And Bizarre. so, no, 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 I know. But I've just, if you've come to see my stand up, you will have seen me say the one joke I have, which I've done at the past four out of five gigs. And at the fifth gig I showed up to this week, which was quite a posh gig, they specifically told not to do it. And I was like, okay, fine. Um, but I, why would we mention it? Because it's fucking everywhere else. Let's give people yeah. something. To think but she's about. getting buried tomorrow. And if you don't give a shit about that, you can come and see me at the stand. <laughs> yeah, and if you want to watch something else whilst the funeral's on, I'll be on. I'll be streaming at that time. Yeah, I'll, I'll be at the, at the stand in Edinburgh, and then I'll be at the stand in Glasgow. I did say this at the beginning of the show, but there's new people in, so if you're in Edinburgh, I'll be at the stand tomorrow. I'll be at the stand in Glasgow on Tuesday. I'll be at Monkey Barrel at the seven o'clock show on Friday and Saturday, and then I will be at McCool's in glasgow for a show called material girl on monday the 26th um so that's where you can find me this week go and follow john hastings go and follow chris betts go and follow me go and follow david hoare and uh enjoy your life that's 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 the rest of that's the whole thing okay um i'm not even sure if i can set up a raid because i'm silly and haven't have gotten myself booted out of the uts twitch account um, one of the let's mods just see it. let's just see if i can actually do this uh because if i can we're gonna raid my gun is huge can i recommend you raiding a guy called playing catch-up yes okay so playing i will just copy and copy and paste it into your cool thank you very much let's see if we can do this he is a really lovely guy who plays games he's playing a game at the moment called there's poop in my soup i've got to see that Ooh. <laughs> um we need to be edited oh i think i'm an editor though so i should be able to pull off the raid cool playing catch up okay we're gonna go raid playing catch up then oh my god it's working yes um technology. Oh, technology. i didn't do okay here's an old lady talking about sex bye that's all. Penis into her vagina that's all Having sex. So the man passes the sperm to the woman. And-
and now his sperm is in her. Maybe you're wondering if 